0: Trading in futures products entails significant risk of loss, which must be understood prior to trading and may not be appropriate for all investors. Good morning, everybody. It's Wednesday, August 23rd, 529 AM Central Time. December corn futures up a half cent at 480. November soybeans down 11 and three quarters at 1334 and a quarter. December Chicago wheat down one and a half at 626. December Kansas City wheat down three and a quarter at 744 and a half. December spring wheat down one and three quarters at 790. Our friends on the Pro Farmer Crop Tour uh, did another day yesterday.
1: They sure did. Pro Farmer released tour results from Nebraska and Indiana yesterday. The tour pegged the Indiana corn yield at 180.9 bushels per acre versus last year's tour estimate of 177.9 bushels per acre. The Indiana soybean pod count per 3x3 area was seen at 1310 versus 1166 last year. The Nebraska corn yield was pegged at 167.2 bushels per acre versus last year's tour estimate of 158.5 bushels per acre. The Nebraska soybean pod count per three by three area was seen at 1160 versus 1064 last year. So far, all of the tour's official state estimates are better compared to last year.
0: That last sentence is the big take home from the tour so far. Everything is better than last year. We've seen uh, four states uh, scouted and the corn yield estimate and the pod counts for all four states are better versus last year. I feel like some of you guys may be getting a little too worked up about the tour and uh, what the tour does. I don't think personally, first off, that this is meant to be a market moving event in any way, shape or form. I do think last year the markets moved a little bit on the tour. We had a big rally in the, in the row crop markets during tour week last year. Part of that was because we started to figure out that the crop wasn't there. Part of it was because uh, we had some better demand coming in during the month of August. We had kind of a contra-seasonal row crop rally last year. I've seen a lot of talk about uh, pro-farmer versus USDA. Like, oh oh my gosh, pro-farmer is lower than USDA for this state. Why isn't the market rallying? And um, Farm Journal, That first of all, thank you to Farm Journal for these graphics that we're using here. Uh, they had this graphic out prior to the tour in which they um, kind of point out their historical differences in terms of the corn yield by state. So pro-farmer is, is almost always light uh, in Uh, In regard to corn yield in Nebraska, in particular, because of the irrigation factor in Iowa and Illinois, in Indiana and Ohio, the two states where pro farmer is heavy versus USDA would be Minnesota and South Dakota. And I believe the pro farmer estimate for South Dakota, which uh, they haven't done Minnesota yet, but for South Dakota was uh, heavy versus USDA's current estimate. So I don't know, guys. I mean, you know, everything that they found is better than last year. Last year, USDA had the corn yield at 173.3, the soybean yield at 49.5. So everything we've seen to this point, if you want to say are we better or worse versus last year, which I think is the way to do it, I don't think you compare pro-farmers numbers versus USDA numbers. You compare pro-farmer to pro-farmer this year versus last year. Pro-farmer saying everything that they found so far is better than last year. So uh, that's been the deal. Uh, the tour continues today. We will talk about it some more tomorrow.
1: A mostly dry forecast remains in place for U.S. corn and soybean areas this morning. The seven-day government map offers limited rain chances for parts of Nebraska and Kansas, while Colorado may see the best amounts. Some better chances also exist for Ohio and areas further east. The 10-day Euro and GFS models remain mostly dry for the for the Corn Belt and U.S. Plains. Heat will be a factor again today. Parts of central Iowa Illinois and elsewhere may see temperatures above 100 degrees.
0: Yeah, there's going to be a lot of 100 degrees. I think this map, this is the Euro version of today. This this is actually a little cool for some areas, and those 100 degree temperatures go for the plains and the southern plains in particular as well. You've still got this excessive heat warning um, from the government for basically the entire central part of the country that's been in place for several days now. Um, When you look at the soybean market, you would think that given this forecast and and what's going on right now in terms of weather, that the market would be acting better. And and this week has really been a big disappointment. On Monday, November soybean futures peaked at 1381, and we are almost 50 cents removed from that high this morning. So you had kind of a failed rally attempt on Sunday night into Monday. Uh, We were lower yesterday. We're lower again here this morning. As I mentioned yesterday, I've I've told the premium subscriber crowd this a million times, the correlation between weather and markets in the month of August is just not the same as it is in June or July. If you had this sort of forecast and pattern back in mid-June, you'd see soybean futures rally a dollar per bushel in the course of two days. You actually saw that exact thing happen in mid-June during that um, initial Crop scare event, so um, it's just it's. I know that there may be some bushels being lost in some areas, certainly because of this hot and dry forecast. But the market is is not acting the way that it it would have, say six weeks ago. It's still not a bad price action. I mean, I could draw you some trend lines on this chart and and say, you know, this is still an uptrending deal. But this week in particular, I think has been uh, a disappointment for the soybean market, especially.
1: So, if you guys haven't already checked out our premium subscription, you need to do so. Joe, can you tell me about the video you put together yesterday?
0: I've told you guys this before. I'll tell you again. Um, Every morning at the bottom of our email, and our email goes out at 5 a.m. Central Time every single business day, we wake up super early and put this thing together. At the bottom of the email every day, we track every uh, grain, cash grain sale that we've advised. Corn, soybeans, and wheat, multiple crop years worth. In yesterday's video, I did basically a review of everything I've advised to this point for 23 corn, 24 corn. Same thing for soybeans and wheat. Uh, Everything I've advised, everything broken down by crop, by crop year, Um, percentage and then a weighted average and then uh, kind of my general thought process in regard to cash grain marketing moving forward. If you guys want to see the premium stuff, uh, go to standardgrain.com this morning. This is a $50 per month subscription. You can cancel at any time. No other fee, no other obligation. Nobody will try to sell you anything else. Um, This is just a ton of info direct from us. Uh, Every single business day, guys, takes you like a minute to sign up. All you need is your credit card. You can do it on your phone or computer. Check that out this morning.
1: USDA reported a flash sale of U.S. corn to Mexico on Tuesday. U.S. exporters sold 9 million bushels of corn to Mexico yesterday. Of the total, about 4.5 million bushels is for delivery during the 24-25 marketing year, and the other 4.5 million bushels is for delivery during the 25-26 marketing year.
0: It's just routine business that uh, you need to see, but we haven't seen the business that we'd like to see. The business that you'd like to see would be China come in and buy a million tons here, a million tons there. And we just haven't seen that yet. We're seeing these smaller amounts to Mexico and Mexico is is historically probably our most reliable buyer. And uh, this is just run of the mill stuff that's not going to move the market.
1: Heavy rains continue to damage China's corn and soybean crops. The northeastern region of China is expecting more flooding as substantial rains fell earlier this week. 45% of China's corn crop and 60% of its soybean crop are produced in the region. Some fields are still being drained from torrential rains that occurred earlier this month. The excessive soil mo- moisture levels have inhibited the growth of crops as expected. However, the 10-day forecast will be favorable, uh, will bring favorable weather to help drain flood. Fields.
0: so here's a look at this this is china corn production um the the areas that are problematic right now are these like north uh, northeastern areas that are in the dark green here here's the forecast so the forecast is drier and i've got that that northeastern area circled it is drier um, but uh, apparently these rains were enough to have done some damage is it enough damage to ultimately result in a bunch of additional corn imports Uh, We don't know that, but it's it's a possibility. There's nothing in the market that suggests that to me right now. U.S. corn is on the edge of being competitive versus Brazil. We've been kind of back and forth. So uh, I don't know. It it matters when we see the sales, and we haven't seen the sales yet.
1: So a bit more on China. Their soybean imports may be larger than projected. According to Chinese soybean buyers, China will most likely import 100 million tons of soybeans in 2023, USDA projected the Asian country would import 98 million tons. Soybean demand is expected to level out in the next five years, and imports will likely hang around that 100 million ton mark. China typically alternates its soybean purchases between Brazil and the U.S. Back in 2022, China's soybean imports totaled 91.1 million tons.
0: Okay, if China's going to average 100 million metric tons of soybean imports for the next five years um, and and not expand, that's a problem. Because guess what? Brazilian production is going to expand by, I don't know, 5 to 10 million metric tons every single year. So we had better hope here in the United States... That everything we've been told about the crush expansion, the additional crush capacity, uh, renewable diesel, all that stuff, we better hope that it's all true and then some. Because if if China's not expanding, but Brazil is expanding their soybean production in this really phenomenal way that they've been doing, I mean they're adding acres, they're adding bushels every single year. Um, the 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 idea that China is just going to remain stagnant in regard to imports is a problem. Uh, cattle futures were lower yesterday.
1: Yeah, they sure were. Feeders were 87 87 cents lower to a buck 42 lower. Live cattle were down 52 cents to a buck 25 lower. Uh, Boxed beef was up. Choice ended the day at 317.05, that was up 149. Select ended the day at 289.51, that was up 218.
0: Outside markets, not overly exciting this morning. U.S. dollars up just a little bit. Stocks are marginally higher. Bonds are up almost a full handle. Gold's up four bucks. Crude oil is down $1.12 in the uh, November WTI at 78.23. Have a great day, guys. We'll talk to you Thursday morning.